This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode live from Melbourne with guests Will Anderson, Fiona O'Loughlin and Tom Ballard. But first of all, we need to let you know that this episode of the Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting your orders out the door quickly can be tough and that's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fast and easy way to manage and ship your orders all from one place. And now you can try ShipStation free for 30 days plus get a special bonus when you use the promo code DUM. That's D-U-M. So visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in DUMB, D-U-M. Nice. <laughs> like our name. <laughs> <laughs> that rings a bell. <laughs> so, uh, yes, this is the first episode that we recorded at the month of April. Uh, we're now in the real world, done with these episodes. Uh, thanks to everyone who came down and, uh, yeah, packed out these rooms. What a great month. Yeah. first This is the first of four episodes live in Melbourne. Um, absolute rippers of episodes. Or oh, we've done it again. Mm. We've outdone ourselves again. Mm. Um, heaps of superstars on and really, really, really good episodes, I think. So, yes, um, I yeah, agree. Yeah, look forward to this and, and you know, some of our favourite people and a couple of new people as well. Mm. And if you're a fan of numbers, you might be looking at this episode title and thinking – Boy, those two motherfuckers are creeping up to big old 400 pretty quickly. Mm, And and let me tell you, that hasn't gone unnoticed in here at Dum Dum HQ either. (laughs) I yeah. So if you if you like the sound of this uh, live episode and you're thinking, well, you know, traditionally you guys do a bit of a landmark live episode. Well, you're fucking spot on. Mm. Good work, Sherlock. You fucking idiot. (laughs) So look. There is going to be a live 400th episode, but who knows where it's going to be? We're, mm. we're, we're going to have to um, uh, look. It's not going to be in Melbourne, put it that way. Yeah, we know where it's not going to be. Yeah. So that rules out one capital city. We've done a lot of live episodes in Melbourne this month. So let's do so- one somewhere else for number 400. So mm. we'll be uh, eking out the details soon. Yeah, great. So keep an eye on the social media because we are working on that at the moment. Um, but yes, in the meantime, nothing more to say except enjoy this episode live from Melbourne. Will Anderson, Fiona O'Loughlin and Tom Ballard. <laughs> to get into the little dum-dum club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and standing next to me is the other half of the program, the 42-year-old Carl Chandler. Go, you kids. This is the sequel to the 40-year-old virgin, the 42-year-old cunt. Um, (laughs) But that still implies I've had a couple of roots, so that's pretty good. Someone came up to me just before I was walking up here to do this gig that I'm currently in, and they... Oh, yeah, that's relatable for me. Uh, (laughs) They said, hey, man, have a good show. And you know what? Fuck that fucking puppet. And I honestly couldn't tell if they meant aggro or you. Uh, (laughs) All right. Yeah, I have had a birthday. Mm -hmm. I am uh, one of the rare people that has had one of them. Uh, Who's had a birthday this year so far? Oh, boo. No, not many. Yeah, oh, all fucking, oh, our, our parents had a root in December. <laughs> um, I, look, I think it's time for me to get over the fact uh, of all the people who didn't bring me wedding presents and starting to get angry about the people who didn't bring me birthday presents. So, yeah, I've made a list. First of all, my wife... Uh, <laughs> 
wow, Borat's angry. <laughs> Who not only didn't get me a present, but isn't in the country at the moment, so... Giving herself a little present instead, so it's good. Wait, so, wait, did she go away on your birthday? Uh, on the night of. <laughs> wow. Did you give her a lift to the airport? I did. <laughs> that was a pretty sweet uh, birthday night of just me and Crunchy in the bed, so... <laughs> in a, a nice way, yeah. Oh, yeah. like tender and loving, not brutal. Yeah, yeah, she, she wasn't that brutal on me, yeah, so... Um, so, number one, my wife, number two any of my family. Um, number three... Well, not even your brother, that's surprising. Not even your brother, you fucking only child fuck. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> you barely notice he was an only child. Anyway, um... Mum and Dad only rooted once, that'll show me. <laughs> <laughs> number one, my wife. Number two, my family. Number three, my friends. So just to wrap it all up... Mm. Just the three people, types of people. But, look, someone has left me some presents on stage, which is um, very nice slash creepy. Um, (laughs) Is this going to be one of these things where I open them and they are very disappointing for anyone that's listening what's going on? What's your bets? What's your your bet here? Um, Is this going to be worth me opening these presents I think it's something that someone thinks is funny, like it's a personal joke from the show, and you open it up, it's like, oh, it's a crunchy bar, because that's your cat's name. (laughs) Sorry, I know you don't want us to say its name on the podcast, but... (laughs) I just don't want anyone looking it up on Facebook, all right? (laughs) Finding out where it works. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... But having said that, you said that, I got a laugh. That would have been all right. This yeah. is all right. Okay, well, I hope, yeah, I hope I've stepped on the joke of whatever <laughs> present this is. All right, well, there's a, there's a card to start with. So read the card. Read the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, that's, that's the... Oh, all right, you fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> is this to the card or to me? <laughs> well, look, I'll just give this much. It says, old person's birthday card. So. <laughs> I... Now, look, I don't know why I... For whatever reason, I'm the only old person on this podcast. Like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> Guests come on who are way older than me and they don't fucking cop this shit. All right, all right. This oh, and it's wrapped in Hot Wheels uh, wrapping paper. So there's mixed messages going on here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get old your person f- card, children's toy for the wrapping paper. Pick a theme, dumb cunt. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What is it? They've given me a T-shirt that says, I love barley. <laughs> put it on, put it on, put it on, put it on. Seriously. I'm not putting it on. I'll put it on then. You put it on. <laughs> Fuck. What? Oh. Oh, what? What's it say? Everywhere. Oh, right. Everywhere. That's my name, everywhere. Well, hang on. I'm not, hang on. I'm not legally allowed to wear it then. Yeah. Hang on. So, sorry. I thought this was just a store-bought bar- I Love Barley shirt. This is something that someone's made themselves, isn't it? 
This is a, you, you've gone into a shop and gone, excuse me, I'd like an I Love Barley and an Everywhere t-shirt. <laughs> oh, that's fucking worse than I thought. <laughs> that answers my next question. Who did this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's... Put it on. No, I'm not putting it on. Put it no. on. Put no. it on. No. Put it on. Guys, come on, look, you respect get to wear... my religious convictions. <laughs> you get to wear your birthday T-shirt and then you have to take if... your current shirt off so you get to show everyone no. the results of the gym you've been going to. No, no. Carl's rig. Carl's no. rig. No, 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 no. <laughs> if the king says this, I won't be, able to, I won't be let into the Coast of Mui podcast fest. Come so on, I'm not... man. Just take your shirt. These you... podcasts are such a sausage fest. Give the ladies some fucking eye candy. <laughs> Keep them happy. No, no. I'm not going to... I, I cannot go along <laughs> with this joke. You're actually not going to do this. I cannot this. go along with it. You're going to draw the line oh, for comedy somewhere. This is a mental illness. This is... <laughs> great. Just the minute it touches your skin. Yeah. <laughs> I will never go to Bali. I will never be inside a Bali T-shirt. <laughs> now, if, if this next person is full of fucking spoons from Bali... <laughs> Well, it is the home of spoons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. I hope this is a bit more respectful. <laughs> All right, so you've got to read the card first because that's polite. That's what mum taught me. So, uh, oh, yeah, all right. So now this one's uh, happy birthday, girl. So, <laughs> imagine. Imagine being a girl. <laughs> oh, fuck, money. Yes. <laughs> oh, you fuck... <laughs> this is a roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> to Kyle, happy 50th birthday. <laughs> but. Oh! Sweet tenor. Ten bucks inside the card, thank you, Nan. Nice. And what, and what else? What's that? Well, you that's, got a, a voucher? that's a two for one drink coupon from the European Beer Cafe. So. <laughs> The bartender just put his arm up like that, that was me. Was that yeah. actually you? Is this present from European comedy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll hold on to that one. Uh, and so for, for people at home, the, this present is like in a quite a big box. Yep. Um, uh, oh, okay. What is going on here? Yeah, well, fucking hell. All right. It's already been opened, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> Someone's given me a rival podcast hat. It's a hat from the serial podcast and there's an embroidered dead body on it. It's pretty inappropriate, guys. All right, well, I wish I was back in the days when no one had given me a present. (laughs) Happy birthday, Carl. I love the idea of people just going to shops, spending quite a bit of money specifically for me to hate it. (laughs) Thank you to the 198 of you who didn't give me a present, by the way. I really appreciate your lack of effort, genuinely. So we've, um, in the past, we've kind of had people, we've had problems with people uh, coming to these shows and, like, uh, you know, coming in on the door fraudulently, like sneaking in. Yes. So we've had to institute a policy this year of um, cross-referencing people's IDs with, like, the names that they booked the tickets under. Um, so if everyone can get their ID out, it shouldn't be most of a problem, uh, much of a problem for most of you. Um, the one that we are going to need to check first is uh, Carlos Hoofter Comedy. Um, LAUGHTER 
we are going to need to see a driver's license that matches yeah. that name. Otherwise, you are going to be forcibly ejected from the venue. Where are you, Carlos? <laughs> so he was forced to like spell out his name at the door, wasn't he? <laughs> Carlos hoofed to comedy. So <laughs> why why bother? Like, <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess I get to read out your fake name now, so that's something. It gets you a little dicky heart, I guess. And so <laughs> something. Well, anyway, good to have you, Carlos. Thanks, Carlos. Um, <laughs> Um, what else? What so what did you do for your birthday? Oh, yeah, apart yes. Apart from drive your wife to the airport? Yes. I, I went... maybe, she got, maybe she was just waiting to get you something duty-free and you'll get a present when you get back. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> uh, she, went, she went to Malaysia. She went to Ronnie Changtown. She's gone to Malaysia. Um, so it's just, yeah, me and Crunchy at home. So um, what we did do was I got invited to the in-laws place mm-hmm. for birthday lunch mm-hmm. before that. And um, now you've met my father-in-law. I have. All right, mate. Um, <laughs> he, like, he's, he's quite a bit older. He is, um, like, my wife is very... Of he's older. <laughs> my, put it this way. Like, my wife is very clearly an accident compared to the rest of the <laughs> siblings. Gee, I wonder why she's fled the country. <laughs> She's, like, quite a bit younger than the rest of the siblings. So yeah, that means yeah. that the parents are quite a bit older, right? Yeah. So the, the dad's quite g- getting on. Mm-hmm. So you've, you've met him and, and uh, he did a, quite a memorable speech at my wedding where he's sort of... You know, he's one of those guys where... And it's like my dad, where they just go on and on about a story and they just go, mm, like this. Like, I, honestly, I was there the other night and, uh, for, for lunch and he showed me a map of Bendigo for half an hour. <laughs> So anyway, that's what he's like. So he just goes on and on and on and I just tune out. I tune out. Imagine going on and on and on about the one thing for way too long. That would be... (laughs) I'd kill myself if I was ever found guilty of doing that. You better not watch your own comedy festival show then. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) So... (laughs) That was a good one. How's Um, how's the writing of your comedy festival show going? Perfectly. <laughs> I've got enough for next year. Um, so, uh, so anyway, he was going on and on and I just sort of tuned out. And then, you know the thing when you sort of tune out and then you start getting flashbacks as to what you've subconsciously held, uh, heard? Like, I've, I was thinking about all the work I've got to do and then I go, and then I realise he's been talking about ten minutes about something which I haven't been listening to. Mm-hmm. And then I start realising what he's been saying is like going, yeah, and then um, they all walked into this uh, club and they weren't supposed to be... In the club, and uh, they're all the, the guys are wearing these vests in this blue bar, and yeah, it's all a bit awkward. And then I and I, I sort of click back into it and go, "Hang on, what are you talking about?" And he goes, the, "Yeah, the blue." And I, I go, "Is this?" And I realise he's talking about the Blue Oyster Bar. He's been telling a story for ten minutes about a scene in the Police Academy movie <laughs> <laughs> over Good Friday and my my birthday lunch. <laughs> This 80-something-year-old bloke is just describing Police Academy. That's him trying to, like... That's him trying to reach out to you. He's like, this guy likes comedy. This will be a good present. One-man Police Academy. But he's describing the one bit, and he's like... He just can't get over it. It's like, and it's a gay bar, and these guys are going in there, and it's like, you're not supposed to be in there. All right, pass the Easter egg. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers, He's an old man. He falls asleep and starts snoring. You're like, wow, he's doing some Michael Winslow here. It's a fucking motorbike tearing through the streets. (laughs) Um, oh, this was. Did this they get you a present? No. 
They made me a big, big jug of mousse, though. It wasn't properly set, so I didn't eat it. Um, <laughs> to be fair, they didn't yell out during the bit in the wedding where they say, does anyone have any objections to why these two should not be married, which is a pretty big gift, I have to say. Mm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it was a bit disappointing. But... Um, Uh, but you know what happened this week is that I uh, I've talked about this a few weeks ago uh, I put out my first comedy album Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to get it put onto USB yep Uh, so (laughs) so check back in for six years later and the conclusion of this story so what I did was because it's available online like it's on Gumroad on, online right but I want to put it on a USB to sell at gigs right so uh, I hit up the guy who uh, took care of it for me which is Andrew Dudson who used mm-hmm. to be in Any On For Tennis so he's yep. got it. I actually don't have a, a copy of my own album so I have to I have to send it to well I don't want to pay money for it so how did you get it online then? someone else did it so <laughs> so I hit up Andrew I hit up Doody and said, look, I need a copy of it to send to this Chinese manufacturer. Right. So he just, he just sends me this... He sends me this file Sweet and I... Sweet, Dusty Ari Records are putting this out. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he sends me this file and I go... And it's like, you know, in a... In a like a... What do you call it? Like a... MP3. No, 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 no. Like... Folder. De- desktop. Computer. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, you know when I you send someone like you. a big file, like on a... Zip. No. Oh, Dropbox. Yeah, Dropbox. Something the cloud. Like something like that. S- Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so he sends me this file and I just forward it straight to China, right, without... I go, oh, that's it. <laughs> I just forward it straight to the manufacturer. USB at China.com. Yeah. Here you go, boys. It's not a big place. It won't get lost. So, so I fold it, and then I. My uh, God. And then, like a day later, I go. Oh, I should have probably opened that first. And so a day later, I open it, mm-hmm. and I realise that what Andrew Dudson sent me wasn't my album at all. He's just sent me a clip of me doing the joke duck sandwich on TV. <laughs> And I've sent that off to China to get manufactured. They love duck. It's like it's a 30-second clip. It's great. The, the duck is a fountainhead of Chinese cuisine. They love it. It's right up their alley. I had to fucking email him straight away and go, stop making the USB. <laughs> I can't sell a 30-second USB with duck sandwich, the only thing on it. So now the list of things blocked in China, Google, Facebook and Carl Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. And how did they did, had they listened to it yet? Did they have any response? They, they they didn't they didn't make a comment either way. They just stopped manufacture of it. Okay. So Stop the presses. If I get any, if there's any, look, if they've made any, I'll, I'll ask them if they've made any like a short run of it before oh, they fucked up. Yeah, sick. And then we'll get some limited edition. Yeah, put them out for record store day. Yeah, <laughs> seven inch USB, yeah, yeah. <laughs> double A side, yeah. duck sandwich and duck sandwich. Yeah. Oh, well, that's everything that happened to me this week. <laughs> well, should we get our first guest out here? Please. Uh, folks, please welcome onto the Little Dum Dum Club, Will Anderson. Yeah, go that one. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I Just before we get into it, um, that's for your wedding and your birthday. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Ten big ones. Someone's got breakfast radio money. And uh, Tommy, this is from your mum. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, thank you. It's a, said, uh, it's a, for the listener at home, it's a box of condoms. So thanks, Mum. <laughs> she said, can you climb inside one and she's going to try to shove you back in. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good time to let you know, Will, that she's actually here tonight. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's how I got the money. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a whole new program. <laughs> she believes it's her body, her choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. I'm glad my wife is not in the country for this. So. <laughs> uh, Will, thanks for doing this. That's all right. Um, my pleasure. Now we... um, by the way, can I just say before, if you are actually, you're like, what? there's people older than me on this podcast and why aren't they? I'm older than Carl, just for the record. But the reason people don't mock me for it is because I've had a career in Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I have what got... sort of a crowd are you <laughs> for cheering a millionaire <laughs> punching down on some dumb cunt <laughs> I know I, I do your main thing in my spare time <laughs> can help us because we had a... You know why? I fucking miss aggro. <laughs> I know. It was kind of like this, but without jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting experience. Um, I, uh, yeah, because we had, a, we had a really good year last year with the podcast. Like, we went to Montreal. We saw you there and we did, uh, we did the show at the Sydney Opera House. We want to we keep making the show, you know, bigger and bigger from here. Is there any advice you can give us to, like, really break through into that next realm? Um, yeah, yeah, no, there is, of course. Uh, I mean, and I'll stop you there. It can't involve suicide. Oh, <laughs> nope, no advice. I can give Sorry, uh, <laughs> I had ten different options for my first one. This is I it. love this podcast. You know that I love this podcast. I'm a big supporter. I'm a Patreon subscriber. You I are. My, I had my name read out on the Patreon read section of the show because I support the show. So I love the show. Oh, yeah. you're Muhammad comedy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of my followers are mad at that picture you did of my face. <laughs> this is, should I say, this is a spoiler for episodes coming up about what happened in Adelaide. Obviously, for people at home, they will know this by now, but in Adelaide, Daniel Sloss gave me the money and we made a dare. I'm changing my middle name to comedy. So. <laughs> So I've, I've just done the paperwork, so... Really? <laughs> well, there's your wife's birthday present to you, putting up with this kind of shit. So now I'm a person who's going to be driving around with a got him number plate and the middle name of comedy, so... Uh, you are responsible uh, uh, for all of this. Imagine getting pulled over by the cops. Can I see your licence? All right, we're going to need to bring this guy in. <laughs> Yeah, is this your real name, Mr. Dasselo? <laughs> Carl Comedy Chandler. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've never had a middle name, so finally, you know, that's something. Everyone always asks me, what's your middle name? And I was 
say my initials are KFC. Carl fucking Chandler. So now I've got an, a, 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 now I say. Now you've got a new bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's not quite as good and more confusing. <laughs> You still don't have a middle name. It's just a word that's in between your surname and your first name. That's what middle names are. What's your middle name? Tommy Fridge Dasselo. What is your middle name? Howard. Howard. Mm. Howard? Mm. (laughs) Hey, the perpetrators are in the room if you got any. Little Howie. Little Howie. Little Tommy Howie. Little Tommy Howie. Hmm. Is that named after? Because usually Howie, like your middle name's named after a grandparent or Mm. something. Was that just named after a duck? (laughs) (laughs) Not just a duck, the duck. Oh, what was his name? (laughs) Dasselo, that's where it came from. (laughs) Dasselo the duck. Right. Tommy Howie Dasselo. Wow, I never knew that, I don't think. You definitely did. Okay. (laughs) It's not like me to forget something, so I doubt that. What's your middle name, Will? Uh, James. I oh, see, that's a nice... That's the name I wanted as a kid. I was actually upset as a kid I didn't have a middle name. <laughs> and I asked my mum and dad for the middle name of James. Well, firstly, it's good to know that you've always complained about shit beyond your control. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> uh, James, well, I'm named after my two grandfathers. So William and James. Very traditional oh, name nice. of a child. But yes, uh, so William James. Right, all that's right. That's all I am. I don't have anywhere to go with that. I'm so yeah, sorry. That's fine, that's fine. Mate, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll have comedy for a year and then next year I'll get Sloss to pay me to change it to James. I want to know how much uh, money it costs to change your name. It's like a couple of hundred bucks, that's it. A couple of hundred bucks? Yeah. But then every time, like, aren't you, when you're filling out a passport form or any other form for the rest of their life, they're going to go, have you changed your name recently? And then you have to provide documentation about the fact you've changed your name. And then on that legal document, they're going to see that you changed your middle name to comedy and that's going to create a series of hassles for you that will ruin your life ongoing for the rest of your life. Here's here's my plan. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to change my name and not change anything. Yeah, and I can't see this... No, no, that's a much better plan. <laughs> this is all part of your plan to be not let back into Australia so you can yeah. live in Thailand. <laughs> Doesn't match the passport, I can't come back. I'm so sorry. I don't want to happen. It was an administrative error, but I have to live here now forever in Thailand. Yeah, I'm sorry, my name's Carl James Chandler, so I can't leave. <laughs> Okay, Carl, this week we need to let the listeners know that we are brought to them by ShipStation.com. Nice. I'm looking at their website right now. <laughs> are you really? Yeah, because I, I heard the ad at the top of the show and I was intrigued. <laughs> I want to know more. I can see the reflection of your computer screen. Didn't know there were so many big busty women on the <laughs> SuperShipStation.com. Yeah. I just called them SuperShipStation. Yeah. <laughs> well, it does say get, get ship done and I'm, I'm getting some stuff done on oh, this website. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you sell on Amazon, eBay or Magento 2 or your own website, then you need ShipStation. It's the fast and easy way to manage and ship your orders all from the one place. A lot of this copy feels like it's a deliberate tongue twister. Right. Even the title of the company, ShipStation. I think it's it's feeling deliberately like a, a tongue twister given that we're only one day out of mm. having done the drunk cast. So <laughs> just saying 
A, B, C, D, E is probably a... Yeah, walking into the cafe this morning and going, one coffee, please, was a bit of a tongue twister for me. Uh, So whether you're using eBay, Magento, Amazon, Shopify, or over 100 other popular selling channels, ShipStation brings all of your orders into the one place, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your mobile phone. Wow. I I was going to say, I bet my mobile phone won't go into this category, but... Not excluded. The, the the mavericks in at ShipStation have made the unprecedented call to include mobile phones. Well, obviously ShipStation was invented after 1982 <laughs> and, you know, my, I, I doff my, my hat to them. So then you can use ShipStation to create shipping labels for all the top carriers, including Australia Post and Sendal. With ShipStation, you can ship more in less time with the best rates available. No wonder ShipStation is a popular choice of online sellers all across Australia. I dare say, looking at that, you know, big box of our merchandise uh, T-shirts in your spare room mm-hmm. and the hastily scribbled addresses on uh, post packs on your dining room table. Yes. This is something we could probably use. I, yeah, look, I, 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 I'm looking into this right now. I'm thinking <laughs> my wife could be using this. I could be using this. It's a good looking website. What would Go, your wife use it for? Because she, she's been selling stuff on eBay. Oh, really? Yeah. What's she, trying, what's she selling? Clothes and uh-huh. shoes and oh, yeah. stuff. She's always like... Lady stuff. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> Us naked barefoot men walking yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. God. I just... You know what? I just... I don't know if I'm allowed to say this in the middle of this ad, but I just walked past our house the other day and looked in and went, oh, so that's what everyone can see from that angle. <laughs> oh, that's interesting to know. <laughs> Why would you not be allowed to say this in this ad? Well, I don't know if you're allowed to do admissions of walking around the house nude and being oh, now, I didn't pick up on that at all. Okay, well, now I have said that. Um, so here we go, guys. ShipStation.com. If you sell online, you need to be using this service and you can try ShipStation free for 30 days plus get a special bonus when you use the promo code DUMB. That's D-U-M. And to get this special offer, you head to ShipStation.com. You click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in DUMB. That's, again, D-U-M. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter the promo code DUMB. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Nice. So, go, go to the website. It's a good-looking website to have a look at. And I just want to clear up what I said before. I, I, may, I don't want anyone to have the impression that my wife has been selling all of my clothes and that's why I've been walking around the house in the nude. <laughs> right? that's, that's a personal choice. Uh, I'm allowed to have clothes in this relationship. God-given right to walk around in the nude, though. Like, that's what makes walking around in the nude so fun, the idea that you've, you know, you've deliberately chosen to not put the clothes on. Yeah. If it was not by choice, then it would be pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. So... My wife has not been using ShipStation to get rid of my dungarees yes. and singlets, etc. So if you're getting rid of your clothes, ShipStation.com, use the promo code DUMB. They're helping us out, so go, you know, throw them some love. Totally. Go and at least do the first step. Go and check out their website because then you can totally figure out whether you uh, need them or not. And in this day and age, I think most people would need them. Yeah. All right. Back to the episode. Uh, all right. Should we get our next guest out Please. here? Please. Uh, folks, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, very dear friend of the show, uh, the Queen of the Jungle, Fiona O'Loughlin! Hello, William. Hello, Howard. Hello, Carl. Welcome home, Fiona. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Yeah. It's really lovely to be here. (laughs) (laughs) What, What was it like over there? It was... I didn't mind it. So you are the winner. For people at home that, that, that didn't watch this, for most people, um, <laughs> <laughs> you are the winner of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here in the, in the Jungle. Well done. Congratulations. 
Is there, is there a cash prize for that? No, just for your charity. What, oh, was, right. what was your charity that you were competing for? Angel Flight. So, What's that? It's uh, a... Fake business that we set up for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> is, that a, is that a bar in King Street? Or? <laughs> it's a charity whereby uh, pilots donate their time and their planes to fly people from the bush who need treatment to hospitals. Oh. So That's very nice. It is. Yeah. It's very nice of me. I, <laughs> How much did you donate to them? They won $100,000. Oh, nice. How much did you get paid to go on the show? 150 <laughs> <laughs> You know what I like about that is that fun, you, didn't make, it. you didn't make that up. That's the sum, isn't it? Yeah, that's... <laughs> What Webby, we, Jesus we Christ, Webby, this? our sound guy, is missing his anniversary with his girlfriend to do this. Fucking make it worthwhile, dude. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> You're killing us, brother. She's going to dump you and so are we. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Will Anderson up here and someone that won a fucking reality show. Please. <laughs> Why not by 62% of the votes? 62%? Nice. Who, who were the people you were up against in the final vote? Uh, Shannon Knoll and Danny Green. No, but seriously. <laughs> seriously, though, who, no, who, who were you up against? That's who I was up against. Oh, okay. All right. What were they... What, was there anyone good in there? Who's your, who's your least favourite? <laughs> who was my least favourite? Yeah. Um, oh, the... the uh, Oldfields? They were revolting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What, what, David Oldfield, he's a politician, isn't he? Yeah, he's horrendous. Yeah. And uh, I had a fight with him, and then I just stormed out. But it was in the jungle, so it kind of didn't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to keep storming. Just more jungle. <laughs> and I had to come back in. I was really ineloquent, too, and the fight went to air. But you know when you have an argument with someone, you just want to go back and edit it? Yeah, I yeah. ended up just going, you made my fucking skin crawl! You fuckwit! And then I <laughs> But is that, is that what you do when you're in the jungle? You're sitting there, like, everything you're doing, you're going, this is going to be on TV. I'm just going to manufacture this. I'm going to stagecraft it. No, you can't. My mind is so old. Like, I could not... Finally, someone older than me. Good, another <laughs> yeah. one. Right. I couldn't just keep thinking, oh, this is being televised. You go mental. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realise where the main camera was until week five. And the show only goes... <laughs> <laughs> I lay around, I love lying around. Yep. And I just lay around and watch people. And I, I mean, I'll stay on a tram for three extra stops if there's a Barney on the tram. You know, so <laughs> I loved it. And I lost weight. Oh, but you, you were slim anyway. You didn't need oh, to lose any weight. I went on a jungle moon before I went in. And on I, a what, sorry? A jungle moon. I just watched reality TV ate whatever I wanted and smoked inside my apartment. So I nearly had lung cancer. <laughs> okay. In there. Now, just talk us why through that. Why is that called a jungle moon? Because I was going to the jungle. It's a play on honeymoon, baby moon. I don't know that being in the jungle is going to get rid of the stench of cigarettes from inside your apartment, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> it did. But so I was watching um, Real Housewives because I was just watching garbage, like mashed potatoes in my brain. And right. I was watching Real Housewives of Melbourne screaming at this girl... Jackie Gillies going, oh, shut up, you fucking cyclops. And then... Because <laughs> our eyes are really close together. And... <laughs> and then I got to the jungle and she was in the jungle with me. 
You know, that, you know that she didn't hear you through the TV, so you're <laughs> yeah. safe. I mean, technically you were right. She had fucked off from where she was to a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the psychic, right? Who's married to the guy from Silverchair. And she actually is psychic, which is Yeah, annoying. she w- would be if that was a thing that you could be. <laughs> <laughs> Not psychic. No, <laughs> Hang on, you don't believe in it. You just said she actually no, is a psychic. How do you explain this? She walks into the camera and she goes, oh, somebody's got a really sore tooth the bottom back left side of their mouth. And I'm like, oh, I'm not telling her it's me. You know? And you know when you've got a really bad tooth that you don't know what side it is? And I'm like, anyway, it's up the top. What a bullshit psychic, you know? <laughs> but then it turned out it was down the bottom and 45 minutes later they, they blindfolded me and drove me 45... Because you're not allowed to see anything, so when you're being taken out of the camp, you've got to wear blindfolds. I was blindfolded and taken to a dentist and had a molar pulled out of my tooth. Yeah, and that was off the back of Jackie Gillies prescribing? (laughs) No, because I had a really sore tooth. Yeah, and had you told anybody else about that before that? No, I had not. No, and 40 minutes later, just a coincidence, that happened, did it? It That's not the power suggestion in any way, is it? You know what I'm sensing at the moment? There's someone in this audience here who has a sore tooth. Does anyone have a sore tooth? Does anyone feel a bit sore in their tooth? Are anyone's ears bleeding right now because of this constant feedback? I mean, it's nice to do a podcast inside a lightsaber from Star Wars. (laughs) Really terrible. I, I watched the uh, I watched the last episode, Fiona. I watched the finale. I wanted to see if you won, and uh, you did. And it was such a great moment to see on TV because you've you know you've 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 shared so much of your life over the last couple of years on this podcast. Yeah, it was awesome to see you on the I show. Because I can't write jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome to see you win it, and I was like, oh, this is such an amazing moment for my friend. And then they came over and they put this like traditional African headdress on your head, and you're just looking into the barrel of the camera, and I was like. Oh no, they've fucked it. Like she's gonna get rinsed on Twitter for cultural appropriation. Like <laughs> I was so scared for you in that moment. I was screaming at the TV, going, "Get the hat off, Fiona!" <laughs> and I couldn't bring the hat back. The crown, because of customs, it had wood and feathers in it, so they made me leave it in Africa with my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let you bring the tooth back. back no, they wouldn't. Full of wooden feather. Nor the ten kilos of left part of my body. <laughs> A lot of my body in South Africa. If Jackie Gillies is so psychic, why did she bother doing the show when she must have known she wouldn't win? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because got a, because a, her real and ent- her real passion is dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> she saw an opportunity. Um, did you see we had that? Giant what sort of magazines did they have in the African dentist? By the way. <laughs> Oh, sorry, the blindfold. You didn't say. Yeah, right. <laughs> really, really up to date National Geographic. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, should we get our next guest down yes, here? Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Folks, please. Is, is he some sort of technician who can fix his fucking set? Oh. <laughs> Let's see what he's got up his sleeve. Please welcome into the little Dum Dum Club, Tom Ballard. Tom, Tom. Podcasting, hello. I love all podcasts. Big fan. This one. Hi. Hello. Hi. Happy birthday, Carl. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> and that's the lesson of Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, he's risen. He's risen. He's risen. he's risen. he's risen indeed. What a dumb cunt. <laughs> 
Can you, have you got, sorry, Tom, I know you've just got on, but I just have one more question for Fiona before we focus on you. No, no, it's all about the women. <laughs> have you got Jackie's phone number? No. Really? Why? Wait, I gonna... just I just want you to text her and ask us what's going to happen to us. <laughs> Not much. Oh, we could all guess that. <laughs> I don't have to ask Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I get it. Uh, so, Tom, you, uh, you've been doing a show for the last few months on the ABC called Tonightly. I have. No one's watching it. Pretty cool. <laughs> no, we've brought in your audience here. <laughs> They're hide, there's about 10% of them right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. great. It's um, a kind of comedy, or as you may know it, poof to comedy, yes. <laughs> it's fun for everyone. Yes, please watch it. It's at 9pm and, uh, and uh, we call people cunts. It's great. It, may, it might remind you of your favourite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, listeners of the show and everyone here will uh, remember that you and I lived together in Melbourne for many years. I've forgotten, but yes. Uh, you, you then, you've moved to Sydney. He'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, truly a dark day that shall be. <laughs> so you moved out uh, because you moved from Melbourne to Sydney uh, to do your late night show on the ABC. Now, I, look, it's no secret that, you know, we'd both like to write for that show. So what I've done is, in the spirit of, like, late night comedy, I've written a top ten, uh, and I've got here tonight the, uh, the top ten things that are good about not living with Tom Ballard. So... <laughs> All right, the top ten things that are good about not living with Tom Ballard. Uh, Here we go. Number ten. I'm now, by default, the most successful comedian who lives in that house. (laughs) Yeah, Tommy. Number nine. I'm now, by default, the gayest man who lives in that house. (laughs) Number eight. I'm no longer forced to send anonymous daily messages to the Triple J Facebook page that say, this new breakfast team suck. Bring back the hot, socially conscious blonde guy. (laughs) Number seven, I was able to finally take down the Free the Refugees poster in the living room. Number six, I was also able to finally take down the I Love Wanking poster in the kitchen. Number five, I can finally watch clips of Joel Creasy's stand-up without hearing, you know, he's actually not even gay. Truther, show me the evidence. Show me. It's Number some fucking Andy Kaufman shit, man. <laughs> Number four, it's really hard to think of ten of these. I genuinely don't know how Letterman did it every night. <laughs> Number three, now when I go to Sydney, I have somewhere to crash. And also I can take back a bunch of my kitchen utensils that mysteriously disappeared after Tom moved in. not take your kitchen shit, cunt. <laughs> then where's the colander then? Number two... <laughs> That was my colander. That was my colander. the original art couple. Why don't you rinse your salad through that fucking hat? Number two. How, I can... long, how long is the drum roll? Can I just find out? <laughs> Number two. I can safely watch the Comedy Festival Gala without seeing some bum who's stolen clothes out of my wardrobe. <laughs> and the number one top ten thing that is good about not living with Tom Ballard, I don't have a rich housemate to borrow money off anymore, which is good because my mum was starting to feel neglected. All right. Now Now, do a a stupid pet trick. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Small Town News. Let's talk about Maribor. Quality content. I liked it. That was good, yeah. Uh, All right, bye, everyone. Uh,
the colander? Can we get your opinion? Is it your colander or like? I mean, there feels like this is an issue that is a wedge between the two of you. You now. mean? And you the mean, phone's ringing. Maybe that's the head of Colander HQ to weigh in. <laughs> you know, the colander is religious headwear for some people. Uh, if you're a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, your religious headwear <laughs> that you're allowed to wear is the colander. And I know this because my favourite news story was this guy on the news who uh, got kicked off Threadbow because he was dressed as Chewbacca uh, snowboarding and he was scaring children. And the guy who owned the mountain came over to tell him to stop scaring the children. So he smacked him in the head with his snowboard uh, and had to go to court and he wore a a colander (laughs) on his head to court. And he has it on his driver's licence photo because he's one of two people in New South Wales who's allowed to wear a colander on his head. Uh, because he's a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. I can so relate. I, is... I have some religious headwear as yeah, well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that yours? Oh, I'm sorry. The guy owned a mountain. How much do mountains cost? Well, I don't know if he owned. Like he was just the boss them. of the mountain. All right. I guess. Like, not. He didn't really own the mountain in the same way you weren't really in the jungle. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fiona, how much do mountains cost? Someone's I'm a celebrity money is burning a hole in their pocket. You weren't really in the jungle and Tom's not really on TV. (laughs) (laughs) It's ABC comedy. Uh, It's it's barely Channel 31. (laughs) Sorry, you you actually got the name of the channel wrong. ABC (laughs) 2. ABC Carl Comedy Chandler. (laughs) Carl Comedy James Chandler. (laughs) Will your your, your grandkids be named after you and therefore their first name will be comedy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to become a traditional name in the Chandler family. Yes, great. Have you told your parents that you're doing this? Absolutely not. Well, I honestly don't know what my mum would make of it. She doesn't know what this is. She She certainly doesn't know what comedy is. (laughs) Hey, I didn't know what this was and I'd done it four times. (laughs) You know what? I I talked to her on the way in today and she asked who was on, who was on the show, and I said everyone, and then she said, oh, Fiona, say hello to Fiona for me because she knows knows who you are. And she goes, oh, how did she get on on that TV show? And I went, what, you mean the I'm a Celebrity show? And I went, yeah, that, yeah, that one. And she goes, uh, and I said, oh, uh, yeah, she won it. And she goes, oh, did she really? Well, pass on my congratulations. So, Aww, now yeah. it feels complete. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of complete, um, you both worked with a complete cunt. Um, uh, David that is Oldfield. no way to talk about Tommy Dasselow. <laughs> No, it's well, me. You, you've, bo- you've both done reality shows with David Oldfield, right? Uh, well, ours was an observational documentary, so <laughs> I actually right. think... It's and we, also, we, you we... got more money for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he bitched about you in the jungle. Oh, what did he oh, say? Yes! Oh. Yes! All right. All right. Guys, guys, now... Can we, can we turn all the lights off now? Can we... <laughs> Why does it always have to be about that for you now? <laughs> I can't do it with the lights on. <laughs> Let's talk about boys we like. No, he said um, to Peter Roselon, who was in there, he said, are you going to do a comedy skit for us later tonight? And Great skit. Like, yeah. No, and nearly vomited. And then he said, oh, you're like uh, Tom Ballard. I did a show with Tom Ballard. He didn't say one funny thing. Oh! <laughs> He's heard our podcast. <laughs> 
Yes, he doesn't know what funny is. No, it's quite hard to be funny when you're just looking at him and yelling, you're a cunt. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Although we do manage to do that on tonight, Lee, so <laughs> something for everyone there. What was, yeah, what, what, you, you were not a fan, obviously. Well, you st- I'm banging on about our Indigenous Australians not having invented anything. Yep. They didn't even invent the wheel. And so, well, what were they going to attach the wheel to, you fuck with? (laughs) Kangaroos? You know, there's there's no animals in this country you can domesticate. I want to headbutt him. I hate him so much. I don't even think God likes David Oldfield. (laughs) I... I think you're being a bit unfair because I'm now imagining a kangaroo with two wheels on its tiny paws <laughs> and that would fucking get across the country at speed. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he said, don't you think when white people rocked up and they would have like used their guns to shoot a kangaroo, they would have, the, the indigenous people would have been like, oh wow, look at this incredible technological advancement. I said, probably not when they turned around the guns and shot them in the fucking face, mate. <laughs> and then we made out. Oh. Oh. Nice. <laughs> out or up? What? You made up. But made out. Made I said out. made out. Oh, dear. I thought you said out or up there like you thought but those were two sexual too. positions. Captain Eyebrows, his wife. Who's Captain Eyebrows? Oh, yeah. yes, Lisa, yes. So they yeah. were odd. Um, <laughs> How many more reality shows is this Oldfield guy going to do? That's all he does. And yeah. he did that food one. Um, he did Hell's, Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen. He did Celebrity Survivor. Yes. Wow, he's like the Adam Richard of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Because, Fiona, when you got back, you sent me a text message and went, oh, I can't wait to, to come on your show and tell all the bad things that happened, all the, all the real deal. <laughs> What's the real deal? Well, um, oh, Paul Burrell, that was weird. He was Princess oh, so Diana's he was... butler. Yep. And he, like, Princess Diana must have been a real nutter. Okay, God bless her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because he was totally butlered up. Like, he was the Queen's butler and knew all the protocols but then when she got him as her butler she said to him can you stop she was so lonely and she said can you please stop being the butler and just be my friend and so she kind of opened the gate and the horse bolted but I was really interested in how furious the royals would be with him because that's how you know he makes his living talking about her mm. and he said no the queen is actually very because the queen is still f- kind of gets messages to him and she's very fond of him and I'm like why and he said well her Majesty is um, very grateful to, uh, to me, not for helping for the arrange the I have accident. Said, <laughs> <laughs> not for the things I have said, but for the one thing I will never say. <gasps> and I was like, well, Paul, we need to go for a little walk. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell me. But he didn't, he didn't tell me. Um, you, he didn't take you through a tunnel somewhere, did he? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he's, Don't do that. He just. I mean, that's really anti the idea of this podcast, which is killing yourself off a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) But different because there's people wanting to take photos of you in that scenario. (laughs) Paul Burrell's anecdotes were all a bit like he was in some kind of Victorian fairy tale, you know. And I said to him, What did. That's right, because he was married and had kids. And I asked him, I said, When did you first realise that you were a florist, you know, because that's what he does now. And he... 
Are you saying this is like when Elton John got married? Is yeah, that what you're saying? He's married right. to okay. a man now. But so hang on, he's oh, 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 yeah. oh, right. But when he's, <laughs> I thought he'd gone from being a butler to a florist. He has. Oh no, yeah, he has as well. Florist. Okay, thank you. And he's married. All right. It's a metaphor and it's literal. Because I'm a genius. I can't believe he's not butler. But this is his. This is his. Like he said, when I told my wife. Uh, that I was marrying Coop and told her that I was gay and I was going to marry Coop. Uh, he said, she said. Sorry, to say him, that you're gay first. You can't be like, hey, I'm marrying a dude. Yeah. Well, she said, also, this I'm a gay. Is of events. He said, she said to me with a tear in her eye, she said, does that mean we won't be having Christmas together anymore? <laughs> I, I don't think that's what she said. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I think she would have said a few other things. It's like, it's like the last sentence in a novel, in a mystery. The butler did it with a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Comedy Chandler, ladies and gentlemen. Carl Happy birthday to you. No. Happy birthday. Oh, okay, no, no, no. That's fine. You had your chance a couple of fucking days ago. <laughs> Um, who else? Who else was in the jungle? Oh, we had John Edward come into the jungle. Oh, right. And so the other con man. Crazy bullshit, that kind of shit. Like, he goes, so somebody over here... Has a sore has tooth. We get it. We've heard that one. So he's going, I don't understand this J... Like, he said, there's a J name, a John or a Joe. <laughs> someone's passed over. And it's like, so spirit's going to come all the way from the other side. Why would it just come with his full name? You know, like, <laughs> fuck it, give us your street address. <laughs> and then he said to me... I'm getting a Carl comedy... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there any comedy around here at all? <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, he said, and your grandmother has passed? I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm 54. <laughs> <laughs> He said to Paul Burrow, he said, and you know someone who died of a massive heart attack? I was just like bursting to say. That is psychic because you do know Dill. So. <laughs> what I love about People this the most is. People don't die of minor heart attacks. I love, you know? the mo- I love how sceptical you are of John Edward, but how all in you are for Jackie fucking <laughs> Because it was. She's a psychic dentist. Psychics can still be fucking idiots. Like, but exactly like Jack. If Jackie was psychic, she would have married a dude who a band. The band still continued on. Like, there's fucking no more silver chair. Like, why not marry someone from Coldplay? That band's still around. Proof. <laughs> <laughs> because her eyes are too close together. All right. <laughs> Did she John was staring at the other two guys in the band? <laughs> <laughs> Did John get to die through Paul? Was, was, was he saying to oh, like, yeah. Paul, like, was, you lost someone in a, lost in, someone a in a tunnel kind of? He, <laughs> he actually said that. She had a friend in a car accident. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a tunnel. I just thought... She's like, I'm seeing a candle and some wind. I'm feeling there's a clue in her name, die. <laughs> And all this, I can't stand pass away. Why do we have to say pass away? You're dead. Like, pass over, pass away. Right. I said to my cousin, she lost her, she, her husband died, and I said to her a couple of years ago at Christmas, I said, how long ago did you lose John? 
And she goes, I didn't lose him for he died. I know exactly where he is. <laughs> so what language would you like us to use for your inevitable end, Fiona? Yeah, that old Dead. bitch croaked it. All right. <laughs> Julie noted. We'll get T-shirts made yeah. and everything. Yeah. First line of the eulogy. Finally. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit mean that considering how many times you've gone closer, this is, the first, <laughs> yeah. this is the first time we're asking what your preferred term would be. It must have been about six times where someone said to you, go away from the tunnel. <laughs> go away from the tunnel, Fiona. And I've got another name. I've had to add all these names. No, now I'm Brenda. What's your middle name? I'm Brenda from the jungle. Um, Carmel. Carmel? Yes. Yeah, That's the name Carmel. of my wife's sister. It's a Catholic name. Don't say oh, her fuck, name. Yeah. <laughs> Now I can find them all on Facebook. <laughs> I'll never give you Crunchy's middle name. <laughs> would you be... Te- would you... If we paid for it, would you get a, another middle name put in that just yes. starts with a D so it can be Carmel D. O'Loughlin? Well, I was in a cab uh, last year. <laughs> Sorry, that went un- unnoticed. No one, no one got it. Carmel D. It's that some of that brilliant, subtle, cartoonish humour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tax, that's what it is. <laughs> no, this cabbie last year, he said to me, you make a lot of people very happy. And I said, thank you very much. And he said, have a good one, Ding Dong. <laughs> so I put D in there. Ding Find Dong. Ding Dong Carmel. Yeah, can you get, yeah, a middle name, Ding Dong. Boy, Man, I wish the fucking... Man, just tell us what we need to do, Webby, for the last five minutes of the show. My God. Kill yourselves. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, don't... I swear, we need one minute. (laughs) We need one minute of this show that doesn't sound like shit. It'd be awesome. (laughs) We're not releasing any of this. I understand that it's like you're complaining a little about the sound, but it is the first time you've played this venue, so... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, there was going to be some teething problems. We could just, you know what, uh, this, is, this, this would be like my comedy uh, uh, USB. If we can just get a 30-second joke out of it, <laughs> and out of this podcast, get rid of the rest of it, we just get 30 seconds of no feedback, it'd be fucking sweet. You I do know. know that's all that people will listen to on the actual CD anyway. <laughs> what's wrong with, hey, what's wrong with having a number one hit as long as people yeah. buy the album that it's on? You oh, know true. what you also need? There was, um, you know Kamal Nanjiani, has he done this podcast? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And, um, you know, he made, made that movie with his wife Emily V. Gordon, The Big Sick, and they got nominated for an oh, Oscar yeah, yeah. and stuff. But somebody Also, did you just call him Kamal? No, Kamal. Oh, okay. Kamal yeah. is the other entertainer. Yep. It's okay. Yeah, Kamal Nanjiani. Yep. Kamal. Okay. Dill's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. I mean, why are people so unkind? <laughs> no, it's why are scales so unkind? <laughs> so, uh, Kamal Nanjiani, um, I have no idea why I fucking started telling this story <laughs> in this book, Made the big sick with Emily V. Gordon, got nominated for an Oscar. Oh, they put it, it was put up by somebody on Pornhub, but it was one of the biggest Pornhub downloads. You've got to get duck sandwich <laughs> on like yes. corn hub if, if we call it dick sandwich no, I would have gone with fuck, fuck sandwich fuck sandwich <laughs> fuck alright alright let's do that that'd be great someone should post that and see how many hits you get alright I'll put it up on Facebook or whatever I don't know how people rip it or whatever but I'll put it up if you can if everyone could someone else can do the work for me <laughs> I don't know I don't even know how to send my album to China as if I'm going to fucking... Send it to your little Chinese friends. Get them to do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> totally. They don't. Yeah, but they, do they get YouTube? What's the? So what would the porno version of that joke be? So it start. The well, fuck act- sandwich sounds like a position of yeah. like yeah. three people with some sweet little meat in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> so the actual. Finally, I was surrounded by. The actual joke starts with. I was in a cafe the other day, so you'd have to start. I was getting my dick sucked in a cafe the other day. Oh, Just oh, that bawdy didn't... stuff the whole way through. It's Easter. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Fiona didn't come all the way back from Africa to hear this, hear this rot. <laughs> I converted in Africa. I'm a Christian. Uh, really? Did you get vis- visited by a missionary? <laughs> <laughs> Or oh, did Mund- you did you have some? <laughs> How about Mundine? Did you have much to do with Mundine? I didn't like him. Me neither. No. <laughs> Not a fan of the old gay boys, that one. <laughs> no. He said that if homosexuals, uh, if the, if you were executed for your homosexuality, there'd be less of you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you can't deny. He's got a bloody good point. Can't deny the maths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did a TV show called The Fat with Anthony Mundine. Do you remember The Fat? It was Tony Squire's like uh, oh, panel yeah. show about That's sports. And I was on that show with him. And at the time, he'd just become a boxer. And at the time, he was like fighting people who were mostly over the age of like 70 to try <laughs> to get his rankings up. And so I said to him as one of the questions, I said, who's your next fight against? Ruth Cracknell? <laughs> <laughs> who was alive? Rest in peace at the time. It was a good joke. The lady from Mother and She's Son. dead now. Yeah. <laughs> You'll enjoy that joke. It's what Carl calls topical material. <laughs> and I, so so uh, I say Ruth Cracknell. Hang on, hang on. I've just got to edit my new show. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he stands up and starts coming towards me. Oh. Seriously. Because that show used to go out live on TV. And Liz Ellis is sitting next to me because I go to stand up because I'm like, well, it's funnier if I stand up and he stands up, right? But she's digging her hands into my leg going, don't stand up. He's going to fucking punch you on live TV. But in my head, I'm going, he's probably not. But if he does, fucking that's a win as well. Because, <laughs> like, this is a moment that will be played. Yes. Remember when that Normie Rose yeah. yeah. on the midday show? Yeah. Every fucking year. Normie Rose doing days. nothing. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Normie Rose hit Ron Casey on the midday show. Right. Yeah. I could walk away. I'd still make a 20 to 1 in five years. <laughs> 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 it's a good moment, right? So I'm there, ready to go. And eventually Tony Squires gets him to sit back down. So, because I'm a fucking dickhead, so I say, funny. well, we all saw who sat down first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they had to escort me to my car. <laughs> wow. But, so. What I got out of that show was that there were so there was two quitters. There was there was Mundine yeah. and there was Tomic, and they Good both Tomic. quit. Yeah. Which I was like, I cannot believe that they quit before you. Why not? You know what I mean? Because because they're but they're sportsmen. They're, they're There's supposed... no vacuum cleaners in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourselves. Absolutely. No, too far, mate. We're all here for a good laugh, and then you take it too far. <laughs> Fucking hell. And for the record, the one thing that Fiona is not famous for is being able to quit this. <laughs> so she kept relapsing in the van as they were trying to drive her out. Take me back. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm an addict. Leave me in here. <laughs> 
But you know when, uh, how do you when, suck vodka out of a panther bottle? <laughs> uh, when what's his name? Tommy. I did that. I did a trial with him, and he he pegged on that, and he said we were up in the air being we were harnessed though. What's the problem? You know, and but he got all uh, yeah sick, and um, he had to finish, and he had to say I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, which finished the trial. And then when we were going back, it was in the rain. I'm carrying the stars. He was put to rest. Not he wasn't dead, but he was. <laughs> on a quad bike. It's a 30 minute walk back into camp and he's like on his back on a quad bike. And I'm 100. I'm like, you fucking peace with <laughs> So you walk back and he's on the quad bike? He's on the quad bike, yeah. Fuck. Too, just too freaked out. And he got bitten eight times by a snake. But <laughs> Well, that makes it a little... It wasn't venomous. And it, Simone got bitten eight times as well, but she didn't carry on about it. He's just a baby. <laughs> Big fat baby. Are all the animals that bit you now dead? (laughs) (laughs) Or having a lovely sleep? (laughs) They're all loose (laughs) I just bit O'Loughlin. Fuck, quick, suck it out, suck it out. (laughs) Before then, they'd never heard a snake yell, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah, Yeah, there are snakes going, where's the antidote to (laughs) O'Loughlin? But I, why would you leave the camp anyway? Because Josh Gibson was in there and the shower is open. Uh-oh. He's a good-looking cat, right? Oh, yeah. And just sod, sudsing up. Yeah. Like, just, he was a soap oh, up. Legally, you, you know, there are men in Australia as well. You can just... You don't need to go all the way to Africa to perv on people in showers. Yeah. You can just... Is some that, of their, some of their right, lives are Carl? Tell us more <laughs> about how easy it is to perv on people well, in I'm showers. Well, I'm a big fan of webcams, so, you know... <laughs> Carl's rig. Carl's rig. No. Carl's rig. <laughs> I feel like we're waiting on a last thing that... Is, is it going to oh, happen or not? Yeah. I'm is just getting a... a big no from everyone. Okay. We're meant to have a last thing, right. but it's... Uh... Okay. Was is it there a te- joke coming? No, it's never... <laughs> Well, we almost got there, everyone. <laughs> I can tell this, like... But the last five minutes, Webby, has been great sound yes, up here. Yes, yes. <laughs> Worth it. So... If we can do... We just need to do another 40 minutes now so that we yeah. have a full usable hour, and that'll be great. If we can only, you know, do the sound more than five minutes before the podcast next week, it should be good, <laughs> so... Um, I finished my show the other night and uh, I was talking to people at the end of it and there was a, a couple there and the girl in the couple, in, the, in my show I talk about how I've been taking uh, epilepsy medication and she asked me, what's the medication that you take? And I told her and she said, oh, I took that for a bit. Be careful because it can cause really, it can cause like short-term memory loss and it really like fucked me up. And I said, yeah, you told me that the other night when you came. So... <laughs> Good stuff. No. Tell me it's Easter. Are you an epileptic as well? Huh? Are you an epileptic as well? I'm not, but I it's like for I have seizures in the night in my sleep. Jeez. Yeah. Man, just take it. It'd explain a lot of things. Just say you're epileptic. What would it explain? <laughs> I don't want to spell it out, but <laughs> what? what about you, mate? What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's, what's I'm fine. Gonna, what's going to explain this? I'm fine. <laughs> so after my show the other night, this couple came up to me and... <laughs> uh, do we, are we getting the sound? I mean, is that denial coming through? Is that all right? 
<laughs> Maybe I've got epilepsy because I've been taking a medication that affects my short-term memory loss. As well, so. <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, 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 oh. Are we? Oh, are we? Uh, oh this God, guest this is show. on his this way, but so not sure how far. Oh, fuck. Oh, all right. I want to look over your shoulder can and we, see who it was. Can we? Can we? Can we spare another five minutes? Well, isn't there another show? Doesn't Josh Earl have to do? Yeah, his but who thing? cares? <laughs> I care. That's one of the shows. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't you know what time this is meant to start? <laughs> don't you know there's more people in here than your podcast? Oh, hey, guys, so guys, off. come on. We're all great podcasts here, okay? <laughs> we're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we have... Uh, oh, folks, we're doing it. Okay, right. folks, we have our final uh, uh, special guest for today. We've no been talking no about... pressure on this bit at all. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking a lot about uh, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Fiona, we actually managed to, in a huge coup for the podcast, oh, we've managed to get someone who you were on the podcast uh, on the uh, show with. Oh Please God. welcome, fresh out of the jungle, it's Bernard Tomic! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> for the people at home, he's but proving it he's, by hitting balls into the yeah, crowd. He's doing some great work. Hey, Bernard. Yeah, it's great to be here. (laughs) So wonderful. You guys are great. (laughs) Um, Bernard's from Australia, but go on. I'm not not sure what's happening, but thanks for coming on. You remember Fiona, obviously, from the jungle. I remember Fiona from the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) When uh, she used to wake me up in the middle of the night... Showing me her big red pussy. <laughs> red? What? Yeah. Red is... Oh, you didn't have any argument with the big, but yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that it happened. Just one specific... <laughs> so... Bernard, so there was a lot of controversy. Oh, no, where you, no. left, you left the show. Uh, you left the show early. You were like one of the only people who's ever gone on and uttered the "I'm a celebrity, get me out of here" in the, what, yeah. the second week. What? So why did you bail? What was well, the real reason? Well, you know, when you spend your entire childhood, <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing tennis and practicing and playing the game. Doing tennis. Yeah. <laughs> tennis is hard to yeah, do. Yeah, it's really, it's really confronting when the queen of. Australian comedy gets you to touch her big red pussy <laughs> in the jungle. So I don't know if you wrote this. None of this made it to air. We didn't see any of this on the show. No, of course not. No one wants to see a big red pussy. <laughs> I mean, it was really red. Super red. It was like, you know, the Batman phone when it glows? <laughs> it was like it was emitting its own light. <laughs> It was hard to sleep. Her pussy was so big and red. I'd be like, can you please turn off your pussy for one moment? And she was like, it never turns off. Hey, the, the tech problems are back. It's hard to know yeah, if it's the tech or if this is the microphones trying to get themselves out of this bit. Or is it, or is it Fiona's pussy just radiating something? That's been the problem all day. It's, been, it's on the same yes, frequency. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought it. <laughs> Big Red Pussy, worst Wiggles spin-off ever. (laughs) 
Will's going to be fine. Don't Don't It's going to haunt me through my dreams. But where are you from? I'm again. I'm sorry. I can't remember. I'm from Europe. Idiot. Don't be so mean to me. So was there anything else that... Uh, so what? It's just being haunted by the pussy that made you leave the jungle? Yeah, I just was like, this isn't worth it. <laughs> you know? How much did you get paid? I got nothing. <laughs> they were like... You didn't deserve <laughs> it. Yeah. They but was like, you are a good boy. Bernard, the thing that's convincing me you're a tennis player is that you are remarkably sweaty. Yes. <laughs> yes. Almost like you were playing a game of tennis just before you came yeah. here. Almost <laughs> like you had another show and you raced up really quickly to be here. Yeah, it's almost like that. Because <laughs> there was a lot of Tucker challenges over there as well, so that must have been hard. Well, I tell you what, once you have spent a night <laughs> growling out a big red pussy. Bernard, oh, come on. It's Easter, mate. Yeah, well, I tell you what, once you've done that, you are begging for a... Cockroach milkshake. <laughs> Bernard, we're very quickly... Uh, we've, we've, we've... Much like the actual Bernard Tomic, you had us and then you lost us. Fuck off and count your millions. <laughs> Bernard, we've Is got it a... too much... Too much talk of the big red pussy. <laughs> I think just the right amount. We, we've got to we got to wrap this up uh, pretty quickly, but I can't help but notice you, you brought something in with oh. you. Yes, I uh, listen. This is a little behind the scenes. I brought it for my friend Carol, uh, <laughs> and it, it is just a little behind the scenes, a little shot. Is this of, for my birthday? Yes. No, yeah. You forgot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's for your birthday. Birthday, okay. Good. That was the context, remember? Yeah, yeah. 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 You told me to say big red pussy as much as possible. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. We did not say that. (laughs) No, you did. Don't go too far behind the curtain. (laughs) Saying that in front of. I've got a gay friend here, a gay man. He doesn't need to hear. I'm not gay. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Prove it! Prove it! Prove it! Prove it! I'm so sorry. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, you're gay now. Yeah. That's how it spreads. That's how they get you. I want to go back. I'm just hanging out here behind the dudes. <laughs> Watch out, Joel Creasy. I'm coming for your career. <laughs> and you, Colander. All right. <laughs> it's me. Actually, that's probably what the pussy looks like. <laughs> Yes, right. Put, drain some spaghetti in its time. <laughs> oh, All right. Hey, that's just, unfair. Just, Coming from two guys who have little experience in that yeah. area. <laughs> I, uh, All right, Bernard, do the bit. <laughs> okay. Do the bit. Here's a little picture of uh, <laughs> us, my in, birthday. us yeah. in the jungle. Oh, yeah, right. So nice. That's, I wear glasses. Right. That's Imagine. physical. That is proof that you guys really got it on in the jungle. That's proof right there. That's ten bucks at Officeworks right there. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Some children were around when I printed that. Anyway, can't go back in there anymore. All right, folks, we've got to wrap this up. Big round of applause. We should have got out at Big Red Pussy. Yes, yes. Big round of applause. Fiona O'Loughlin. Thank you. Will Anderson. Tom Ballard. Bernard Tomic. Yes. 
No, that's all right. <laughs> Guys, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you next. And once again, we are back with another landmark edition of Talking Dum Dum. Um, and this ep- this this episode of Talking Dum Dum, we we just sent it to ourselves via ship station. So yes. it's very handy. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yep. Um, a bit of a roundabout way of me getting my hands on the episode. You know, yes. me downloading it, putting it onto a USB, shipping it to myself, yep. and then beginning the editing. Yep. So there's probably an easier way to do that, cutting out the middleman. I don't think there is. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay. Shipstation.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Uh, uh, should we do any housekeeping up the back of that live episode? Is there, is there any answers? I mean, we, we recorded quite a while ago now, so I always yeah. feel like we should be talking about explaining something within a live episode. Um, so. Apologies for the audio quality. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not ideal, but it, what can you do? Oh, really? Yeah. If only we'd paid a good tech to... Mm, if only. Mm, fuck. <laughs> Asleep at the wheel on this one. Really? Mm. Fuck. It's fine. Webby, what the fuck are you doing? It's fine. Well, um, just as well we're not bringing him to Costa Million. <laughs> uh oh. Um, good app though. Yep. I think. Right. Still a good app. I hope it's fun to listen to. The quality out. The quality of the content outshines the quality of the audio. Oh God, Webby, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> this is this is the same man who then after this episode uh, forgot to. Hit record on the bonus Patreon episode as well. Until 10 seconds in, yes. He's had a, he's had a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Webby. Something going on. He was great all the other weeks, though. Okay. There's something going on this week. But, uh, hey, why be negative? Uh, because that's, that's what this show thing. is. <laughs> that's our brand. Yeah. Um, but, yes, good times. Uh, yeah. And, uh, hey, you know, three more weeks of these to come. Plus, uh, in the middle of this schedule, we did a little... Studio episode. Yep. So I think we're going to slot that in, what, in the middle of these? Yeah, somewhere? sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we do have a, a lot of episodes up our sleeve, which is very unlike us, which is great, which means that um, we, A, have got plenty of time to stretch out and uh, record some other episodes, or B, we'll forget about that and in four weeks' time go, oh, fuck, mm. we've got to do an episode. I know, which one money, which, oh, God, anyway, like you said before, the drunk cast was two days ago. Yep, yep. Um, like we said, like we teased up the top, 400th episode is coming up. So, um, yeah, we would like to do a live episode uh, somewhere. You'll, you'll find out like where that. that is very soon. <clears throat> but uh, it will not be in Melbourne since we've, we've drained Melbourne dry, I think. I think Melbourne's podcasted out. Looking forward to this coming out and absolutely copying it on social media. Oh, why not Melbourne? No. I, think I didn't come to any of the comedy festival ones and now oh, I'm shitty about this. Yeah, I like a bit of that. I lo- love a bit of... Can I come to the drunk cast? No. Why not? Because you need to have gone to one of the other live podcasts that's been on in the last four weeks. Oh, I just didn't go, but I still want to go to the thing that you're not allowed to go to unless you go to that one. Yes. <laughs> hey, fuckheads, how, how much clearer can we make it? <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, and yes, thank you to everyone who came down to the drunk cast. Should we talk about that a little bit? A very fun night. Yeah. Uh, do we need to talk about it? I don't know. Yeah, if you want. I don't, I don't know. We, yeah. we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, well, That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Yeah, Thanks well, to everyone who came and once again, uh, yes, always always a great night, always a very fun, uh, you know, always a very fun crowd. People turn up and really get into it and that's what makes it good. Yeah, and also we, just so you know, you know, oh, when people say, oh, won't you record it? We're not going to record it. That's no. not what it's for. It's no. for a, a release button at the end of uh, a long run of everyone doing shows and stuff like that and it's it's our little end of season party and, um, and we don't have to think about how it's all going to 
get recorded properly yes. and, and come out and we can do a bit of visual stuff. Yes. And it's just a lot of fun and it's a nice little um, it's a nice little feeling in the room of you're getting this on the night and you don't have to you can't get it any other way. Yeah. So I like that. There was a costume that I hired that yes. I took back to the costume shop yesterday. Yes. Very worried about what the state of it would be. Yep. Whether I'd be getting whether that imprint of my credit card would be being used. And and uh, I've gotten away with it. Oh, nice. They've done it again. Nice. Four Very years running where we've hoodwinked a no three years running. Yeah. Hoodwinked a costume shop into uh, yes giving our giving all our deposit back. Great. Nice. So, Long relief. may it continue. Big relief. Mm. It was it was a fun night. It was a, a pretty brutal night. Uh, lots of lots of favourite friends of the show popped up and uh, had drinks on stage and and things like that. And we had a bit of karaoke. Yeah, a little bit of karaoke. That was fun. It was it was fun. We haven't done that before, so that was nice and to see some of your your favourite friends of the show have a little uh, belt out a few show tunes and etc. Um, had a little play at the start. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But all that's over with. Um, so you've got a heap of lovely live episodes to look forward to in the next month or so. Yeah. Mm. And looking ahead, it is only six weeks or so until the Koh Samui International Podcast Festival. My God. So if you're keen to come to that, uh, you know, still time. Get on it. LittleDumDumClub.com. There's a link there to go and check all that out. Uh, yep. Yes, if We've... you are getting flights or anything like that or travel insurance, if you hit up the good folks at STA Travel. What are the details again? TLDDC at... Statravel.com.au? Yeah, I believe that's it's something a well, lot. Better hope that it's it. <laughs> yeah, it's um if you if you check out our social medias, etc., you do have the link. You can either uh, go on that email and find that out, or you can ring them up on the old uh, telephone. Uh, the number for that is one three hundred. Eight eight six five five seven, or t- as Tommy said, tldc.au ah. at statravel.com. So have, have these motherfuckers got some kind of contra deal going with a, a TLDDC from another country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there a, what is the American TLDDC? Yeah. Hmm, yeah, I'm not sure about that. We'll find out. Um, yeah, so go through them. They'll match your prices, whatever you – what are you looking – guys, get your um, – Get your travel insurance in order at the very least. A lot of people have got flights and accommodation by now. The lovely folk at the Ozo and at their sister resort, the Amare, which is just up the road, which is sort of uh, for all the people that missed out on the Ozo. Um, But go through SDA. They are helping us, so we want you to help them so we can continue a nice little partnership. Mm -hmm. And, And again doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're traveling at the moment in the next couple of months before that happens, if you're traveling to Perth, get a flight to Perth. Go through SDA. If you're getting a com in Perth, in Adelaide, in Brisbane, wherever you're going, going yeah. overseas, go through SDA and use the code and that helps us out. When you find out where we're doing our 400th episode, yes. if you want to come there from a different part of the country. Yeah, the um, uh, the, the bunch of the, the little – we should have a name for the, the little Dum Dum Club grateful dead people that <laughs> tend, tend to follow us around everywhere. But... The ungrateful dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We give so much away for free and somehow it's still not enough. Yeah. <laughs> Ungrateful deadheads. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be part of that caravan of dumb fuckery and mm-hmm. travel around, um, um, yeah, go to SDA and right now and ring up and say, I want a one-way trip to I don't know where they're going for their 400th yes, episode. Yes, yes. Hit them up. Mystery flight. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice. They're, uh, and, of course, Koh Samui, people are still – 
we, we still see people on the social medias talking about that they have just suddenly decided to go. So yep. people are still doing that. People are, we're, like you said, what six seven weeks out, something like that. There is time. There'll to still go. be plenty of. There'll still be plenty of you know breakups that happen in the next six weeks where people go, okay, fuck this. Not with my partner anymore. And I'm you, going to Thailand. And you can still get your flights because, after all, we haven't fucking got ours yet. So <laughs> <laughs> there is plenty of time, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yes, we also need to say a big thank you to everyone who supports the show on Patreon, which is something that you may do if you would like to. If you enjoy getting this for free and you want to show your appreciation and support, you can do so. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club or at littledumdumclub.com. Uh, it's very much appreciated. We send out. Cool little rewards like bonus episodes, magazines, and uh, we also read people's names out mm. here on Talking Dum Dum. A big thank you to you guys uh, to make you part of the little club. Um, and, of course, we get the unplanned total alternator out every week uh, just to make it fair. Um, so let's crack in this week. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Tom Coppola. Tom C- Coppola? Yeah. Cop- or Coppola? Coppola. Is this uh... – A couple load of the money Tom gave us. <laughs> Is this is this related to Francis Ford? I can only assume that he's spending the uh, the apocalypse now inheritance <laughs> on us five dollars a month at a time or so. See, uh, brother of Sophia, very yes. cool. Yes, some nice. relation to Nicolas Cage for some reason as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's he's Nicolas Cage's original real name is Coppola. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. I no, didn't know that. Didn't know yeah. that at all. I think uh, – I'm not sure whether he changed it or the Coppola family made him change it so he's not associated with it. Uh, so That's cool. Sophia Coppola, The Virgin Suicides, oh. very much on brand for this show. Oh, yeah. I haven't nice. seen it. I assume they all drive off the Westgate in that movie. <laughs> I was just watching Lost in Translation the other day just to see if it held up or not. And Does it hold up? I only got, say, 20 minutes into it but I was enjoying it. Was... <laughs> well, fuck, mixed reviews there. Well, I... I'm loving this. Stop. No, well, you know me. I'm a, I'm a businessman, Tommy. I don't have a lot of time to sit down for 100 minutes and watch one thing in one go. I'm mm-hmm. on the go, man. You split it up over over five separate 20-minute installments. Man, I honestly watched the end of Full Metal Jacket today and it's taken me two months to watch it oh, in 20-minute increments. And, I, and I'm, I'm starting to think maybe that's affected my enjoyment of that movie. I Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I... I yeah, I have a hard time watching movies at home because I know I'll get distracted or I'll think of something else I have to do and I can't I can't watch it in increments. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like once I'm in, I want to sit and just watch the whole thing yeah. and it's rare that I can bring myself to go, I'm going to commit to something in my house for an hour and a half now. Yeah, well, no, that's totally me. I feel guilty <coughs> watching one thing all in a row because I think I've got something else to do. But having said that, now that we're out of um, doing a lot of live shows and a lot yes. of work and stuff like that, I am trying to... F- Force my body to act like a normal person and just mm. sit down and relax and and watch a couple of things and mm. I, I, yeah so I've I just finished um I just finished season two of uh the good place oh yeah yeah love it really yeah okay do you not like it I watched two or three episodes on a plane and liked it but not enough to follow it up yeah but maybe I will when I reckon- there's when I've run out of other stuff to watch maybe I'll go in I recommend it okay it's uh you know what I watched. Quite a few episodes at the start, thinking sort of the same. I was, and I thought I'll just stick with it, and mm. I very much uh, appreciated my own decision. Okay, yeah. And towards the end, it then turned into a show where I was like, "No, I want to watch the next one straight." Away. I've yeah, I've heard that it progresses really well. For me, the, the first one I liked, but it was a little little too quirky. Right, you know what I mean? Little little too much, like eh. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm enjoying what they're doing. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think it's it's a well worked show. Um. 
talking about. But Lost in Translation. Yeah. People very off that film in 2018. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Bit, uh, so bit I thought it had a culturally bit of a insensitive. Mm, yeah. Can't fucking do anything anymore. You know what I did do? I watched. I think I got up to the bit where you know when Bill Murray records the ad mm. uh, of uh, Santori Dry, mm-hmm. and there's that scene where he goes, "How do you want me to do it?" And then the Japanese director goes, "Da da 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 da," and talks for like five minutes, and then the translation is, "Just look at the camera." Mm. Uh, I looked up what. He was saying, mm. "I think that's when I stopped watching the movie, and they just I just translated, it and it's just him saying a lot of boring English stuff." And I was, "Oh, like, really? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Like, because you know, you watch it and go, oh, I wonder what he's saying.' Well, of course, you can just look that up now. Yeah. So yeah, and I looked it up, and it's like there's ten websites going. Have you ever wanted to know what he says in that ad? <laughs> well, here's what he says in that ad. The results will shock you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Suntory Dry. Mm. That is." I was doing a bit of research on, for something else, and this came up. But that's a real brand. I yeah, didn't realize I know. that. Um, oh, and fuck! Full. Here we go. Now this is talking dum dum. Mm. So you know the reason why Suntory Dry is in that ad is because Sophia Coppola directed Lost in Translation, and Francis Ford Coppola, uh-huh. Sophia's dad, did an ad for Suntory Dry in the seventies. Ah, right. He's actually in an ad for them. Okay. In a very bad ad for them. Right. Yeah, so a lot why of people watch... <laughs> Why did you say now this is talking dum-dum? Well, this story about Francis Ford Coppola has nothing to do with this podcast. But this is like, you know, talking dum-dum, we talk about dum-dum. Well, this is behind the scenes of... Well, it's more talking <laughs> lost in translation. It's talking Coppola. Yeah, talking Coppola. <laughs> it's talking Tom Coppola. Let's do a new segment within this spin-off segment every week where we just check in with the Coppola, the Coppola extended universe. Yeah. We could talk about the band Phoenix for a bit. Because the main dude is married to Sophia. Well, you know what? That reminds me of um, maybe following up on last week. We were, you know, you proposed a regular segment last week. We were, we were checking in on um, on your next door neighbour, Dilruk Jones. Oh yes, Dilruk Jones, the baby. Yeah, Dilruk Jones next door to. So he's the one actually who tipped me off about Lost in Translation being problematic <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't think of that before <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. came up. <laughs> well, so a baby said to you. <laughs> baby said to me, and that's what made me think. I'm like. Fuck, if a baby has an issue with this, well, I guess. what kind of self-respecting 30-year-old can enjoy this movie? That makes a lot of sense because the baby wasn't around when, you know, 15 years ago whenever yes. that was made. So he's yeah. really tuned into the now he, moment. Yeah, he's he probably woke. Yeah, he doesn't have nostalgia. He doesn't right. have like any previous – he's not like you watching it, remembering yep. watching it at the time, being a fan of the previous work of Bill Murray. Yes. This is the first thing he's ever seen Bill Murray Right, in. right. So he's like – He's not know. one of these Bill Murray tragics and stuff like that. He's just seeing an old man being a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, he went from – he, yeah, he, so he watched that. He likes Bill Murray in it. Right. So then. How the, old is Dilruk Jones, by the way? He's a one year old baby. He's one year he's old. He's the one year old baby okay. that lives next door to me. Right. Do you um, still call a one year old a baby? I think so. Okay. So he, uh, what, what was his first words to me? L- last week I had a story about what his first words to me were. They were something to do with this. Right. But it's, anyway, his second words, right. not just to me, but in, in this life, yep. were lost in translation. I watched it last it doesn't night. Hold up. And it's extremely <laughs> problematic. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, lot of first words there, a lot of second words. There. He's developing at a pretty impressive rate, I have to For say. For a one-year-old, he sounds a bit like a wanker, I, I'm going to have to <laughs> say. He's, he's, I'm not looking forward to by the time he turns 20 or something. He's uh, Yeah, I, I th- I'm a bit... 
I'm, I'm worried about – I think it's like a bad first Bill Murray film to go in on because right. it's now he's turned off. He doesn't even want to watch Garfield 2. Oh, wow. Well, maybe this is good then. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll love it. Mm. This is what you, – you, you're a one-year-old baby. You should be start. your first exposure to Bill Murray should be in the Garfield movies. Yeah. Not in Lost in Translation. That's a bit, yeah, that is a bit weird to see a baby watch Garfield 2 and go, oh, the guy from Lost in Translation. Yeah. Mm. It's, and it's weird because it's like him, him, him thinking it's problematic is weird because this film is the first time he's ever seen a Japanese person either. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that, that speaks volumes about how problematic it is. <laughs> right. He doesn't even know what racism or exactly. sexism yet. He doesn't yet. even have cultural context of, you know, the Japanese or anything about them. Wow. But somehow still, it's such a glowing beacon that he's able to go, this don't feel right. Right. He doesn't even know what racism is and he knows it's racist. Yeah. Wow. That's, he's a, that's racist. He's, man, he's fascinating. Yeah, it certainly sounds This one-year-old yeah. baby that lives yeah. next door to me. Yeah. As Hank Hill famously said, that boy ain't right. Is is does he just roam around the is, so he looks over the fence like um, home improvement style? Yes, right. He's always he's got a little fisherman's hat on. Right. Oh, right. So I yeah I've. And does I've he seen... look over the fence or does he look under the fence or? <laughs> How's he? How could he? How could he look over the fence or is it just a really small fence that he's like a there's one a foot fence? Th- there's a crack in one of the like one of my fence posts kind of like lifts up. Under the bottom. Oh, right. From when the little rascals kind of right. like Dennis the Minister. cut through my, <laughs> right. my backyard. Okay. So he kind of, yeah, he's on ground level and he kind of pushes that up. Right. But I still can only see yep. like half of his face. Just so I've actually in- never seen his full face. Oh, right. Yeah. So you just, so you actually, if Dilruk Jones walked in right now, you wouldn't even recognize him? Um, no, I wouldn't. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I mean, could you know, be any baby to you. Could then. be any one year old baby. Yeah, right. Okay. Wow. Fascinating. So is that enough of an update on. Dillerick Jones, think, the one-year-old baby that lives next door to I me. I think I've got a lot of <laughs> questions, but I think we can eke them out over the we next can, few weeks. Yes. All right, Dillerick Jones. All right, interesting. Man, I got oh, also, but weirdly enough, oh, tying back more. to tying back to the episode of Talking Coppola that we just did. Right. Big fan of Suntory. Are you? I've never had it. No, Dillerick Jones is. Oh, he. Is. I got him. On, I am though, but I got him onto it. But Suntory make everything. They make like canned coffee and stuff yes, as well. Yes, you're right. You're right. So I, I'm into it for that. So I've gotten Dilruk Jones, the one-year-old baby that lives next door to me. I've got him hooked on coffee at a, at a young age. That's like um, when we go to Thailand and they have like uh, Chang and Singer beer, obviously, but then they also make water, yeah. which is odd. Yeah. But, um, but Suntory, you know, when you watch that movie, when you watch Lost in Translation, you think, oh, this is a made-up brand. It's not a made-up brand. It's mm. a real brand that they didn't even hit up Suntory to go, can we use this? They just did it. Well – I don't know. First of all, I don't know that I don't know how many people would just assume that it's a made-up brand, and and the other thing is, yeah, why would you need to get? It's just like cool. Here's a free ad. I know, but like you, well, you would say in this day and age that you would tie up a deal with someone if you're going to feature them so prominently. Oh, you would get money. Yeah, Yeah, right. Because now I would go if I was in Japan, I'd go. Oh, I'm going to get a Suntory or whatever Mm. because that's cool because of that movie. Yeah, they they they're just getting that free sale from me. That would have Nothing. been sick if, like, so they don't ask Suntory for permission. So if Suntory then for their next ad, they literally had just ripped footage from Lost in Translation and yeah. just played that as the ad. Because you think Bill Murray has just done a big old, like, a fake ad in the movie for Suntory, but yeah. effectively he's done a real ad for Suntory. Totally. Yeah. that's They just got Bill Murray as their spokesman for free. Yeah. That's fucking insane. That's That goes back to Doug Stanhope the other week on our show going, let's just, you know, just get yourself a sponsor that doesn't agree to it at all. Yeah. And they sponsor it whether they want to or not. Because I was thinking maybe we make Greenbird 
restaurant or Mr. Crab Restaurant, our, oh, yeah. our sponsor for okay. the Coast Podcast. That's first. not bad. Just grab one of our favourite places that's in Coast Samui and just force their sponsorship against it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. We should go – I yeah, we should do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's work on that as well. Okay. All right. Um, thanks, thanks, Coppola. <laughs> thank you I to, hope they all take this long. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Sabrina – Caterellus. Oh, Caterellus. Big fan of the name Sabrina. Yeah. The teenage witch. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's forever linked with that. You can't get now, away from that. I loved that show because I think I was the exact right age for it mm. when it came out. Mm-hmm. I dare say you've got some thoughts. Um, no, it's just a show that existed without me needing to be part of it. Never watched it. Oh, without you needing to be part of it. Mm. It existed in spite of them not having you in it. Mm. One of the rare shows. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a show. It was like, it was fine. It was it was okay. It was a bit young for me. So yeah, I didn't I didn't really watch it. I did think was it Melissa Joan Hart? Mm-hmm. I, I I do find it odd that she gets work with her technique of acting. <laughs> She's very rah 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 all the time. It's yeah, very, but when you say get odd. work, apart from that one show, is she in much stuff? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm well, not. You've answered your own question. I'm she not, doesn't get work because well, of it. Well, I'm sure she's not poor now. I'm sure. Well, I'm going. I'm looking up her. IMDb as we speak. Let's mm-hmm. have a look. Um, she would be in other stuff, surely. You don't just go from being the star of, of, of Sabrina the Teenage Witch for 10 years or something and then get nothing else, surely. Uh, she'd probably have like bit bit parts here. She was in there, a but... show called – oh, she was in Clarissa Explains It All for three oh, years. Oh, yeah, okay. That's she right. She was in Melissa and Joey for five years. So, well, there's, there's a good there's a good – 15 to 20 years of work She'd be right getting there. some sweet residuals off of Sabrina and stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that'll be rebooted pretty soon, I'm sure. So, ah, yes. Yeah, Boy, I can't wait to see that, um, you know, that talking cat when it's just not some piece of shit puppet, when it's like a full-on CGI oh, yeah. Andy Circus running around the house. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, what if they came to you and they said, we want to cast, cast Crunchy as the, as the new Salem character? In I would, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I would say good luck getting Crunchy to do fucking anything. That's what I would say. She is a – we found this out. She's she's not – like I've had cats before and they're always pretty compliant with stuff but she's a breed that doesn't particularly want to fucking do anything mm-hmm. that, that you want it to do. So she's – um uh yeah, she's a bit of a pain in the ass. I love her still. Wow. But you turn, a, oh, you start – Cracks are starting to form in this relationship. Yeah, she's a bit of a pain. She's a bit painful. She's she wants to wake me up every morning at four a.m. She, you know, she doesn't. She won't sit on your lap. She won't give you too much affection. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, come on, cat. We've got to get something out of this relationship. Yeah, you know, you're getting fed. It's pretty one way at the moment. Exactly. And I'm hoping she just turned one. We had a we had a birthday party. for Did her. you really? Yes. Saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> this is now. This is what happened the other day. Now this is you'll enjoy this. <laughs> So it was her birthday the other day and so my wife said, we should throw a party for her. And I'm like, well, that's just a word. Like we're not actually going to have a party. And she said, I'll make a cake for her. I went, okay, what does she like? Now, what she does like is, like a lot of animals, she likes it. She likes whatever you're eating. Yeah. So I'll quite often – Me personally. (laughs) Yes. I'll I'll quite often if I'm making a meal like at lunchtime, I'll make like a bit of meat and then some – potato, uh, mashed potato and carrot and peas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she gets fascinated by that. She loves mashed potato now. Okay. So if I make that, she just wants mashed potato. She jump on the table. She wants mashed potato. So I feed her big nuggets of mashed potato and she fucking chomps it all up. Mm-hmm. So then my wife goes, okay, I'll just make her a cake of mashed potato. 
and like makes a cupcake and puts a massive big ball of mashed potato in it and sits it down and expects the cat and to eat a cupcake full of mashed potato. And by the way, more than she did for your birthday, yes. which we talked about in this episode. Absolutely correct. <laughs> yes. And so she puts a big cupcake of mashed potato and just sits it there with, and puts a couple of bits of ham on it. And like, oh, really, here we go. Now yeah. it's now it's firing up even more than what I got. But yeah, and sits there and waits for the cat. And the cat just walks up and goes, "Absolutely not!" and just walks away. So you know what's weird? It's the exact same way that I helped celebrate Dilworth Jones's first birthday. Really, one year old baby who lives next door to really? me. Really? <laughs> yes. What a mashed potato cake. Mashed potato cake with a bit of ham on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves it as well. And he. He ate it. Though. He ate it all up. So okay. Well, ate you've just up. disproven my slight theory I had in the back of my head that Dilruk Jones might be my cat. <laughs> no, no. So they're, so they're, the same they're separate. No, no, no. Right. Okay. So we can clear that up. Wow, that's something we have in common. We we live very closely to one year olds, both of us. Yeah. Right. Okay. I wonder what Crunchy's opinion on Lost in Translation is. What <laughs> if <laughs> she thinks it's absolutely fine? Probably. Mm. Thanks, Sabrina. Thanks, Sabrina. Thank you to Patreon subscriber. Stephen Woods. Oh, big Woody. Mm, we have Woods, finally, mm. as a Patreon subscriber. Well, and this is only name number three. Who knows how many of these we're going to do, but I'll say this much. We're not out of the woods yet. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, that, now that this is the third one that we've done and yep. there's, there's two guys and one girl we're not even stevens in terms of the <laughs> yep. the gender balance yep. i'll say this i love anal <laughs> oh, yes great that was my next question that's well you know that's that's a shame you've said that because our ne- next subscriber is anal woods so you could have used that on the next fuck one. what a yeah. waste yeah <laughs> gonna have to think up something new that's funny about anal mm, mm. stephen woods um same name as um Obviously, um, Tiger Woods. Not the same name. Same um, surname. Okay. I guess <laughs> I guess that's right, in a way. <laughs> Stephen Woods. It's like his mild-mannered brother. That, like, it's, it's, it's his older ego. <laughs> ah, is this his Clark Kent? <laughs> yes. That, that doesn't have his back window smashed by a golf wood exactly. after he went to cock- tra- yeah, exactly. cocktail waitress. Exactly. Okay. This, is the, this is the golfer that was a nice boy the whole time. Mm. That's still winning majors. Yep. That's not balls deep in some stripper in New Jersey. We could get sued for this. Could we? <laughs> anyway, you ship station. So, um, yeah, thanks, Stephen Woods. Thanks, Stephen Woods. Mm, I'm sure you've copped it all before with the Woods, but... Happy to... Hey, happy to... Happy to give it out again. Mm, thank you to Patreon subscriber, Brett Vaughan. Vaughny. What do you think about Vaughan? Like that name, recognise it from the socials. Do you? I do. Mm, it's unrecognisable to me. Mm. Never heard of it. Uh, I do like the spelling V-A-U-G-H-N. That would be a thing where, you know, when you're a kid and you have to learn your own name, mm. all of a sudden you've got to learn something fucking a little bit difficult, you know? Do you, like, do you have to learn your own name though? I don't remember, I don't remember consciously being sat down and that being a day in the Allsop household. Listen, son, <laughs> you're going to be asked time and time again <laughs> for this marker that we've given you. So now's the day where we're going to teach you what your name is. I reckon... It's just instinctive, right? Is it? Like, you've? it's basically if you're spelling stuff and you're writing stuff, 
the number one thing, everyone's, you know, pretty up in their own head. The first thing anyone writes is their own name, surely. Because mm. you've, you've got to learn that pretty quick, I would have thought. Like, you're writing, you're writing down your own name before you're writing down pretty much anything else, surely. Yeah, you're just getting blank pieces of paper and yeah. writing your name on them. Who knows what for? Getting ready for check practice, you yeah. know. When you're... <laughs> All that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's the first thing you're writing down. So he's going to – basically the second word he's got to learn how to spell as a as a Dilruk Jones-esque mm. infant mm. is Vaughn, which is – fuck. You got a lot to, of stumbling blocks. There's a lot of shit in there. Like grown adults would st- struggle with Vaughn. Do you think that there's any chance that this gentleman is in the band The Vaughns who did the song Who Farted? <laughs> Was that a From band? the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. Yeah. Was, was that, is that the name of it? Yeah, the Vaughns. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Red Dad should know that. But. I remember it because, uh, do you remember when, back when like a, there'd be a big song from the soundtrack of a movie and when you'd get the movie on VHS, they'd just whack the video clip at the start of the film? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So many a time I rented Dumb and Dumber from the video shop and had to fast forward through the video clip for Who Farted. It's one of those video clips where they've just taken – just a few random bits from the movie. Yep. Stuck them together for three minutes. Bob's your uncle. Do there's they, a music video. Do they do that anymore? I don't know. Yeah, because there's not like that. There's not really the thing. Are there, is that the thing of like a big pop song from a movie when it comes out? Mm. There's not really, is there? I mean, they did that album for Black Panther where Kendrick Lamar made a bunch of songs, but none of them are in the movie. I don't think they did video clips. Right. Yeah, because the old tradition of of a bunch of bunch of uh, scenes or sketches from the movie and then a little every 20 seconds just cut to the band in a, in a studio. Yeah. Playing for a couple of seconds and then let's get back to see what Keanu yeah, did on the big screen. Let's get back to that big car that looks like a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that back. Bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see people just start making them for songs that didn't have them originally. Yeah. Just see how much trouble you could get into just make your own film clip to your song. Whack some old footage in there yeah. and pretend – like even if it's an old film, just put, you know, like a, a new band now, mm. make your film clip, film all your bits in a, in a studio where you're playing every now yeah. and then and then just intersperse it with clips from the Towering Inferno from 1977. <laughs> someone, do, someone do a cover of Turning Japanese and then just splice in Lost in Translation <laughs> over the top of it. <laughs> yeah, just whack and – like pretend that you're – Song is a soundtrack to a really old yeah. movie. Just put it out there. <laughs> yeah. and now, if you were a band now, that would be a great concept album. All songs that you wrote that got rejected from major motion pictures. Yeah, yeah. And then that's all the good. and on the little video clips are just like yeah, yeah. Just a big bunch of songs, and uh, you know, like for example, that mm. say it's like the band is Tommy and Carl. Mm. So it's like <laughs> so, you know, song uh, turning Japanese. Tommy and Carl in brackets. Theme to Lost in Translation. Yes, yeah. yes. Just a lot of songs of the themes to movies that are completely unofficial. It was always a big thrill though when they, you know, sometimes they would manage to get the people who were in the film to actually film a unique film clip yes. for the song. So there's that great, um, there's a Madonna song in Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and it's Austin Powers driving around with Madonna. And, and Madonna's just trying to fuck Austin Powers. Oh no, not Bora, and Ali G. Yeah, but that's another one that she's in. Oh, is it? She, no, no, sorry. That's one of her songs that she got. That's a different song. L.E.G. Yeah. to be in. Right. And same thing. She's just trying to fuck L.E.G. Right, right, this right. This period of Madonna where she's just trying to constantly root comedy characters. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that back as well. Oh, I remember that 
remember that clip that she did when she was trying to fuck Muttley from Wacky Races in that in that film clip? That was great. <laughs> that yeah, reboot that. Reboot Madonna. Who would it be now? Just Madonna. Taylor to- Swift. Taylor Swift trying to trying to root. Um, no, no, no. It's still Madonna. Oh, it's still Madonna. It's still Madonna trying to fuck like I don't know the dad from Modern Family or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's but what are comedy movies these days? What's the what's the latest? What was the last big comedy character? Yeah. Fuck. I'm trying to think of who's. Is there a big big broad character these days? There hasn't days? been a big uh, big catchphrase machine for a little while, has yeah, there? Yeah, because I want to reboot Madonna and then reboot the comedy character. So I want Taylor Swift to root. I don't know who. Uh, the, the It'd just be some fucking famous YouTuber or something. Mm. That's the that's what the catchphrase. That's where catchphrase comedy's going. Would it be Would it be Taylor Swift trying to root the Rock from Jumanji reboot or <laughs> is that it? I don't know. Classic comedy character, The Rock. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's the closest that there is at the moment, isn't it? Probably there? fucking Medea. Medea's like a. It's like a big thing in the states. Okay, I don't know what that is. Um, okay. Thanks, uh, thanks, Vaughny. Thanks, Vaughn. Thanks, Brett. Bold Vaughny. Um, okay, all right. Well, um, I, I know that you're a bit tired from the drunk cast. So, so I'll tired. One more uh, upon you. Great. Uh, you can get back to. Um, I'll give you some some uh, treats that that uh, I'll give you the the rest of the potato oh, uh, cake. Excellent. Uh, that you can bring back to Dilrook. Yeah, Dilrook Jones. Jones, the one-year-old baby one-year-old that lives baby. next door to me. Yep. yep. Is that, that that's the full name, right? Yes. Dilrook Jones, the one-year-old baby that lives next door to <laughs> yes, Tommy. Yes, it's all hyphenated. Okay. Right. Also, my cat is trying to chew our microphone cord. So it's trying to chew through the uh, ele- the um, the power cable, hmm. which be interesting to see how that pans out for her. <laughs> for, for both parties. <laughs> um, okay. All right. One more time. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. This is an interesting <clears> one. Um, well, you know what? This is actually a little bit cheeky, but anyway, we'll. we'll oh, we can, it's cheeky yeah. this week, is it? This is this is this is the cheekiest subscriber we've had yet. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the Patreon subscriber titled Co Comedy. Now, this is not this is not a, a one person. This is a very cheeky attempt at getting sponsorship for the, of course, the Thailand island of Co Comedy. <laughs> That's right, so you've got Koh Samui. Copenhagen. You're Copenhagen. Yep. Co comedy. Co comedy, right. Yeah. And where's that located uh, in relation to Koh Samui? Because I yeah. haven't been to Thailand enough to know. Yeah, yeah, it's not too far away. 69 kilometres off the it's eastern seaboard? <laughs> I wouldn't have said eastern. I think it might be off the west, so <laughs> so you're wrong there. <laughs> Sorry. Again, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't I haven't actually been there. I haven't actually been there. This is this the ironically enough, the one island of Thailand that you haven't <laughs> been to has comedy in the title. Yeah. I just never I just looked at it and never rang my bell before. I just Well, I guess it's like instinctively to you, like that's work. You know, yeah. comedy's work. So you're not like gonna go on a holiday to when like, I'm, oh god. When I'm going to Thailand I'm getting away from comedy. Yeah, like other yeah. people aren't going, Oh, I'll go to a counting island. That sounds fun. Yeah. I think so what what co comedy uh, uh, I guess they're trying to get a mention on here with a very cheap subscription. This to be so this is like the cheap this could be the cheapest tourism camp. Oh, how much did they pay? Well it's only sixty nine dollars it says here. So sixty nine dollars, like, right. That's, off the top of your head, what's that in Bart? Uh, uh, that's about what? Uh, seven one forty. About one eighty. One eighty. One eighty. One seventy. It's amazing to me, and I know you do go there a lot, but your capacity to still remember the exchange rate. Like yeah. any any time I'm somewhere, if I'm there for a, even like two weeks, and it becomes so instinctive by the time I leave, 
within a day of getting back, the conversion rate has just gone out of my head. Oh man, and it's I know the history of the conversion rate <laughs> over the last six years that I've been going there. I, I definitely know it. Um, right, so this is a very cheap advertising ca- tourism campaign for them. Well, I guess you know everything. Like like we're saying, you know, everything's a bit cheaper over there. They don't have the money to be splurging or whatever. So this is they they thought. They obviously got a bit annoyed that we didn't go on the uh, – we haven't planned a trip yeah. to co-comedy as part of our roadshow. Well, trip. I mean, you know, in this country we had that dumbass advertising campaign as part of the Super Bowl. They would have spent millions on it getting Hemsworth and getting Danny McBride to do that fake Dundee reboot trailer. Yeah. We should have just – Australia should have just sponsored an episode of Mark Maron instead. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> and uh, instead this is uh, – co-comedy decided to sponsor this – uh, well, not just buy a subscription and, and it turns into a sponsorship in a way. And instead of, you know, like the Australian ad campaign that had Where the Bloody Hell Are You, mm. it's like, hey, you dumb cunts, why aren't you coming here? Yeah, well, we, yeah. okay, well, let's look into it. I'm happy, I'd be happy to unwind. Do you, have we got any information about the island, like the, you know, things to do on there, like population or anything like that? Um, you'd think we would, but we don't have a heap <laughs> of it, yeah? I don't. Well, you know, it's you just. You seemed a, caught off guard by that question. It's just, a, well. I'm, I'm, I can only give you what they've supplied me. Okay, sorry. You know, it's just that I, I've just got what, what's in front of me. I don't Boy, have the whole history. What a lucky out to get to have every week. I mean, sure, I had a lot of information on other stuff that we've talked about during <laughs> yes, this episode, yes. but for some reason, Google's down at the moment. So. Google's down at the mm, moment. Wow, mm, this is this is huge. It's interesting, isn't it? But it's not too far. Boy, away. it's a funny old life. Maybe we maybe we can zoot off there for a mm. day. You know, well, I mean, it's obviously the funniest of all the islands. Well, over again, there. STA travel. If you're thinking of travelling to Co Comedy, hit yeah. them up. See what they have to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. I want to go to Co Comedy. Yeah. Can you help me? Yes, totally. <laughs> See what the good work at STA have to say. Apart from stop wasting my time. They're known for their good customer service, yeah. so put that to the test and yeah. see what they reckon. Just say so you want to. You're staying in Samui and you want to riff <laughs> off over to Co Comedy. <laughs> See how that goes. The, oh. I, I, no, actually, I do. I do remember one part of it now. You know, oh wow! Yeah, that, the memory's fired yeah, up. I know. Well, you can remember things. That's how the brain works. Sometimes. Is Google back up or not? It's no, it's not back. Still up. down. Yeah, but you, just, just what I know. You looked something up. up just before it crashed. It's just reminded me of something. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know how the Australia has the Great Barrier Reef. Mm-hmm. It has the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> so. Maybe that that's that that's something that you could go and see when you go to Co Comedy. Go snorkeling there. Yeah. Check it out. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks the island of Co Comedy, mm. and thanks to everyone who continues to support the show on Patreon. Very much appreciated by us in here at HQ. Thank you to everyone who came out to this month of live shows. We've got a great bunch of episodes coming up. Keep an eye on the socials for our announcement of where our live 400th episode is going to be. Yes, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See See you, mates. mates.